Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With us to speak about his province and uh, opening up after the lockdown, carefully opening up, is New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs. Premier, thanks very much for joining us. And I have to share something with you that We're nobody other today. than you and I will care about. We share the same birthday. Okay. See, oh, really? Yeah. Well, we we missed it then. Uh, happy birthday, related birthday. And you too. <laughs> I'll send you a card <laughs> right, next year. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Remember that. <laughs> I, I will. I won't. How could I possibly forget? Uh, Premier, let's get to the business at hand. What I found really encouraging is that there's all party support in New Brunswick for the initiatives to phase in the reopening of the province. Talk to us about that. Well, I think we, we have, uh, it's been a real special time here in New Brunswick. I mean, it's been a special time for everyone going through this COVID crisis. But certainly with all four parties working together, making the decisions together, uh, we put a singular focus on what's right for New Brunswick. And it's, uh, it is really, uh, it's worked very well. And, uh, and, and we're in this position because of that unanimity in, in the process, but because of the many people that are seeing this, uh, that we're all working together for the common goal. And you've had uh, remarkable success uh, in New Brunswick. Your case numbers are, are, are very low as far as COVID-19 is concerned. But you also have, for the people of the province, you have a color code to illustrate the reality of COVID-19 in New Brunswick. How does that work? Well, the idea, of course, and, and yes, our, our, we are blessed to have a, a caseload that's very low at this point. We, we, we don't have anyone in ICU and only four people in hospital, I think seven active cases at this stage. But you know how quickly that can change anywhere, and we, we, we've seen it certainly around us, and, and it could happen here too. So I, I, it's going to require diligence going forward, but it's kind of a, a balance. Our weather's getting better. It's Can we get a certain amount of outdoor activities? Can we start to you know, open up a bit while all of the while following closely the public health requirements because that, that isn't optional. So, so when we, we look at right now where we are, we're saying, you know, we, we want people to f- pick a family member so they can once again get, um, you know, back together, but, but it's a family member. So, and fa- so you're not going all in the big family outings, but at least you have some uh, direct connection. Um, that can create some anxiety within families. Depends on who you pick, right? Yes. Um, the golf courses, getting back in the open spaces again. Again, golf courses will present to us uh, how they can manage the meeting public health requirements. Because we're saying to, to these folks and in, in getting back in the outdoor in New Brunswick, but also to businesses going forward, you tell us how you can meet the, the, the requirements for public health. We will work with you and we will uh, work with you to get set up and audit your, your operation. Uh, WorkSafe will work with you and treat it like any other health and safety situation where workers have a right to know that they're being protected and the employer has an obligation to ensure that that is the case. And you are prepared to impose restrictions again should a specific number of cases materialize? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is this is a, a test, you know, in the sense of can we balance people being, you know, shut in and, and doing very well, right from the first-line workers to individuals. I think, you know, any success we've had has been a combined effort. By, by many, many individuals throughout our province. But yes, uh, so we go for two to four weeks after opening up with what we announced uh, on Friday. Um, and then and then from there, we, we look at, okay, if we haven't had any real outbreak or if we see an isolated area, we're able to move in quickly with, with massive testing. Uh, then, you know, two to four weeks out, we look at more openings. 
and and also um, that that goes every two to four weeks, depending on how we see our results and if we can hold the line here with uh, with the success we've had to date. Premier, this is the time of year when people generally, uh, traditionally, become more mobile, become more active, get in their vehicles and drive, and they go and visit friends or family or they go on a, on a tourism trip. And I've asked Premiers Kenny and Mo the same question I'm going to ask you now. How are you working with your neighboring, immediately neighboring provinces, in your case, Nova Scotia and Quebec, on the issue of uh, interprovincial travel at a time when you're starting to lift the restrictions on uh, uh, on the lockdown? Well, firstly, in relation to Nova Scotia, you know, I, I like so many others, have spoken with Premier McNeil and, and uh, reached out to him in relation to this tragic incident that happened a week ago. And, and I just want to take a moment to express my sincere condolences for family and friends in Nova Scotia and our neighbours. Um, it's in, in our case, you know, we're looking at the comparators there and saying, well, PEI is in a similar condition that we are. Uh, Premier McNeil is not ready to do much in that regard yet, and, and, and we understand that. Same with Quebec. Uh, of course, we're border, so we border um, Nova Scotia and, and, and PEI with the, with the bridge, and of course, uh, Quebec and Maine. Uh, we don't see anything happening there with borders changing uh, our access between borders unless it's with PEI. That, that could be something that happens over the coming months, and uh, we'll work, continue to work with Premier King in that regard. But right now, we're going to be very focused on our control of our borders, which we have been to date. And uh, again, I uh, shout out to the folks that have been really taking names and numbers. And I know people feel a little bit, okay, is that a privacy issue or not? But we're tracking where people go. We want them to isolate if they're coming in from somewhere. And if they don't have to be there, then we're, we're sending them back. We have to be strict around our borders. So this summer, it's a staycation in New Brunswick. We want to have New Brunswickers be able to get out because you're right, there's wide open spaces here. People need to get out and move around. But this year is the year to do it within New Brunswick. And maybe that'll open up a bit with um, PEI. Uh, we'll work together with that province and determine that. Uh, and I'll work with other provinces, but at this stage, it would seem like it'll be restricted mostly with, with, with the island. Premier Higgs, share with us, please, what the uh, coronavirus, what the pandemic has done and is doing to the economy of New Brunswick. Oh, like like everywhere else. I mean, it certainly tanked our, our, our growth rate, which was planned to be about 1%, is now a negative 3, negative 4. I mean, we, but we, we, uh, when we talk about the all-party support, I mean, which is unprecedented, I would say, in our democratic system, has been a major key to us being um, as successful as we have been to date, uh, because people are seeing that all around us um, in the province. But the, the, we passed a budget probably within record time. I think it was like 17 minutes. And within three weeks to a month, it, it, the budget was just totally, uh, I, I won't say irrelevant, but next to irrelevant. Uh, we've, um, you know, we've had a program in place that we planned that would probably have a take-up of maybe 10,000 employees. It had 67,000 um, people that, that uh, took part in the, the program, the EI program that came out. We did a gap measurement there, thinking it was needed before the federal program came into place. It shows the kind of uh, impact. We've had um, upwards of fifteen to 20,000 people lose their jobs uh, directly that we're aware of. We're working with businesses. We have uh, 1,500 businesses that have applied directly to our navigator system uh, using federal programs and a combination of provincial programs. The, uh, we're, we're looking at starting in phases you know, to get our economy moving. But it's going to be a slow, methodical process in every step, ensuring that the public health 
rules can be followed. Um, it's uh, it's unprecedented for sure. We're going back um, well, decades, maybe uh, you know. Certainly, 2008 was a big downturn in the province um, back in, in the early 80s, but uh, it's it is unprecedented. But I I feel like we're going to come out of this with a bigger and better, stronger province. We've learned so much how we can manage and operate government differently. We've worked across departments. We've worked across party lines. And in our hospital system is working better. I mean, it's certainly we didn't get uh, the stress and strain on it like uh, we were concerned with with COVID, and that was a, a blessing for sure. But I, uh, I just think we've learned so much we can't go back. And if we keep working together as, as four parties, there's innovation here that the people in the system, the, the, the bureaucracy, the government workers, everywhere have seen how much better we can be. So I don't want to go back. I want to move forward in a whole new different way. And that's our goal. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.